Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika. And I, I'm an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth. That means you. So that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. To the fellas and the ladies, I'm going to say revenge is never the answer. Like, don't do that. You're just wasting time. You're wasting everybody's time. I brought a third person into the situation. I didn't need to be in this situation. Why did I do that? <laughs> right. Well, we humans, we funny. Mm-hmm. Right? And then in the end, you really just hurt yourself. I hurt myself. And that was where I was at when I met DeSandra because I had just come out of this, this other relationship. It was the marriage. I brought someone else into the situation, you know, in a... In a in a uh, in another relationship to hurt her for hurting me, hurt her for hurting me. It was like, yo, what are you? Yeah. What, what are a you tangle doing? web we weave when we hurt, oh. man. That's why the Bible talks about be angry, but do not sin. Like God didn't yeah. say we couldn't be angry. You can be angry. Go to the, the them smash museums now. They got the axe throwing. Oh, we need yeah. to do oh, that. I should have gone to one of them places. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, we, we live in, and, and we learn. So Right. And so, you know, there was there was a question in her mind of, you know, is this going to be a repeat situation? Are you still in your revenge mode? Are you still trying to hurt somebody? Because I'm not about to be hurt. I didn't do nothing to you. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. So let's get the let's let's find out if you've gotten it all out. And if you have, then we can continue. But if you haven't, like, respect me, respect yourself, and respect me, and get as far away from me as possible if necessary. And so, you know. There were times where I would be like, "No, I'm not that dude," and and but in the in my in my head, I'm like, "Yo, you kind of were though." Remember, just last year, you was acting crazy <laughs> because you was mad. That, yeah, you know. Yeah. And coming <laughs> to that realization is beautiful though, because yeah, we do a thing, we we exhibit this behavior that we know we we, we would not like in somebody else, right. and when we do it, we're like, oh, "I'm not that person. I'm not that person." But I'm sorry, you are your behaviors, right? At least in that moment. And I'm not right. saying people can't change because obviously you did. So for you to even look at yourself in the mirror and be like, "Yo, I am that dude," yeah, I'm sure that helped you go. Now I got work to do. Yeah, straight so up. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you once you once you come to that realization, like, okay, you did that. 
you did that and it was terrible. And I don't never want to put nobody's daughter in that position ever again. I want to apologize. I want to find the people I hurt and apologize first. And I did that. That felt good. Uh, and then everybody that I hurt, there was somebody that I, that I said, I love you to didn't mean it. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, come on. You know what I mean? But like, like ha having the, having that moment where you're like, okay, you was a, you was a bad dude for like a cool year. Let's not do that no more. Let's change it. <laughs> let's change. Let's go back to that. Let's go back to that, that Drake, you know, I, I want to love and just be loved and let's go back to him. Let's bring him back. And I think that DeSandra did a really good job at like nurturing that, that hurt dude that was like, you know, all he wanted. Cause it, at, at her core, she was that girl. I, if I find the one, if I find this person, whoever God is intended me for, I'm a level with my whole heart. I'm gonna be loyal. And that was another thing. We were equally yoked on a lot of things. So like, like, don't be afraid. I don't want to say, I don't want to say this and like have it like, like come back to bite me. Cause I'll be giving advice and people be like, I took your advice and it ain't worked out. So me, <laughs> right. Yeah. Me find a way to word this because. And you I, can say, we can go deeper if we need to, but go ahead. Right. Because talking about exes, to a significant other or to a new person, um, it can be hard because there can there could be it. There's a too much. There's a limit. There's like a okay, we still talking about this dude, and I don't want to hear about him no more. But like it is, it is healthy to talk about past relationships. It's very healthy because you get to find out. Like if I'm talking about my ex, 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 I'm like, yo, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. I'm saying it because I don't want that stuff to happen no more. I'm done. We done with that. So I'm letting you know, babe, this was a tr this is a trigger for me. This is don't do this. Don't be don't have your phone out at four o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Just I mean, like, if you must, because you can't sleep, I understand. But like, ooh, it's a trigger. Just you just gotta know that it's a trigger for me. You know, just little things like that. Because in the past, this happened. Like, that's fine. That is it's okay to talk about past situations. Because if you, if you, if you, what did they say? What did Abraham Lincoln say? I hate to quote, I hate to quote Abraham Lincoln. I know, right? <laughs> those who don't uh, acknowledge their history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a and fact. So, and so, yeah, I would say, don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. Don't be afraid to talk about the past to prevent it being repeated in the future. And then I would say that we spend a lot of time, you know, like caring too much about what everyone will think, right? We just as humans, like, I don't, you know, I, I want everybody to think my girl hot because she is, but like, you know, like, so I'm gonna post these pictures and they're gonna be like, ah, y'all hot. You know what I'm saying? If we should, if something should so happen in, in the relationship where, you know, somebody is broke or something and then they got to move in with a significant other, what will my friends think? What will, what will everybody think? I would say block not not block everybody out because that's crazy. But but there's an extent to where you get into a relationship where all the outside influence can really can either be a good thing or it could be a, detri a detriment to your relationship. So. I think this is how you measure it. So um, actually, my client and I we just talked about this on her session on Saturday. Is she was like, yo, I realize that I have to stop taking advice from people whose lives I wouldn't swap with. So we do have to have wise counsel for sure. Like we can't, we can't be rowing a boat by ourselves. Like that's not even biblical. Right. But you do have to be wise in the counsel that you are receiving. And, and, and also uh, is the word cultivate. Yeah, I think so. What you're listening to, what you're following on Instagram, what you're like, there's, a tons of people in relationships I don't follow um, because I'm like the way you live in and the way you dating, I don't want it. I'm not here to say it's good or bad. It's just not good for me. So therefore I don't want it. I'm not going to listen to your advice. I'm not going to ask for your advice. So I think that's what you're saying. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, also your relationship, marriage, whatever, it's your relationship. You know what I mean? We spend a lot of time looking at Will Smith's situation, looking <laughs> at Johnny Depp's situation and everybody's 
talking, talking, talking about, you know, Sierra and Russ and how all oh, he's corny or whatever. That stuff is annoying because at the at its core, at the core, I don't even I can't say nothing about Will and Jada because that's their marriage. They decided to do this seemingly for a brief amount of time. It didn't even don't even seem like it's still going. And so they decided to do something and it's they business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They spent all this time outside of the limelight for good reason, apparently, because now that they in it, it's all this negativity. And so, you know, outside influence, that's true, bruh. If I wouldn't swap, if I would not trade places with you, why am I? I don't need your advice. It's friends. It's friends that I love. I love my friend. I love my boys. I got single boys. I got married boys. I wouldn't swap with none of them. At all. <laughs> I love them. I love yeah. them. I love their wives. I love if they single. I love your mama. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be out here swapping with you, man. Cause you don't yep. got what I got. <laughs> it's and, and for an example, I have a friend who does go through her man's phone and I was like, I would just never do that. <laughs> so I just, you know what I mean? I just would never do that. And they seemingly have a healthy relationship, but you just never know. So the more you're spending time on dissecting Will and Jada and, and um, all these other celebrities, Kim Kardashian and Kanye, I, I think that we I need know. to minimize that time and actually focus on you and why you continue to be in this cycle of dysfunction with men. Yes, yeah. girl, I'm talking to you. So, okay, Brian. Oh, my God. Okay. I do want to talk about Ray and Zay from The Ultimatum. Yes. Yeah. I do want to talk about Kendall and Erica from Temptation, Temptation Island, which is funny because I just said we got to minimize talking about other people's relationships. But right. I did. I do know that we have some points. But um, I think, I think to, not to cut you off, but I think that these reality shows with the with the relationships and the marriages and the weird the ultimatum was a crazy concept but like to to have something like that that allows people to look within if they should so be inclined and you know what and i do that made me think of this everybody wants to say well will and jada i mean they deserve it because they put all their they business on front street why can't we just be thankful that people do want to share their trials and tribulations because we come we're coming off a generation who was so secretive and that didn't help us either so there does need to be a balance and take what like the positives that they have shared, because I do love that Will and Jada are so open about going to therapy, about doing the work, about getting past some of these, whether it was infidelity or not, because I know that there's rumors about open relationship. I don't know. And frankly, I don't care, but I, I am thankful for the conversations that they have sparked for me to be able to ask a man. So how do you feel about that? Cause I want to see, I want to know who are you at the, at the bottom. So anyway, and before we get to Kendall and Erica and Ray and Zay, let's wrap up um, the, uh, oh, this is what I want to say. This is the note that I took. So I do want to, okay, this is where I want to go. I'm going to ask you about your trigger with the phone being out at 4 a.m. Then I want to ask you, how do you feel like you created a safe space with DeSandra? I feel like we kind of got there, um, but maybe you can point out one or two things. And then we'll talk about, I got this question from a male, actually. Um, and I don't want to put him on front street because I don't know if he wants people to know that he asked. But I would want to know how you and DeSandra approach your difficult conversations now, six years in. Right. Because I know that you guys do. Um, so let's start here. Because I did appreciate the fact that you said you told DeSandra in the example of y'all don't have your phone at, phone out at 4 a.m. because this is what happened. And then y'all talked about it because in the situations where I was in the emotionally abusive relationships, that would be a trigger for them. But it, it they did not approach the conversation like that. It was just like you cheating on me. You did. And all of this accusatory stuff. When in reality, I found out later that he was the one cheating. And so I, uh, yeah, listen, I'm going to say girl, like you're a girl, bruh. <laughs> like, um, so I appreciate it. And so I just wanted to point that out and say, that is another difference between the man that doesn't want, that isn't intentional and doesn't want to do healing. And you is because you were able to express that thought. Yeah. 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 Uh, I actually, the, the, <laughs> phone out at 4 a.m. was was the other way around. It was DeSandra to me. And but but I, I think that men have to and uh, 
goes both ways. But uh, <laughs> but we we as a people have to. Uh, but nah, I'm gonna say men. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Men have to when they hear the word, oh babe, this is a trigger for me. Or when they hear, because uh, sometimes it doesn't come out that way. Sometimes it's like, why were you on your phone at five or four o'clock in the morning? And it's kind of like, no, I mean I couldn't sleep. I was I was kicking it. You know, I was just on Twitter. It wasn't that deep. Um, and it, and it, it, that might spark an argument. Um, but what what we learned going to therapy is that. Um, First of all, what we what we learned was that we are not arguing with each other ever. We don't argue, but when we do get into like heated debates like this, it's not it's not us. It's it's all childhood trauma. It's all from our childhood. So there are times where she's not really arguing with me. She's arguing with my dad or my mom. You know what I mean? And vice versa. I'm arguing with her dad. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm arguing with her mom. A lot of times it's her dad and my mom going at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like, it's, it's, it, and so once we come to that, once we were able to identify that, it was like, oh, snap. So now we don't, we're not even arguing. Like, let's get, let's get into it head first. Let's dive in head first. I didn't like that this happened. Back in the day, let's see. Let's talk about the past. Remember, remember in 2016 when this happened? Yo, what was that about for you? Because that, because when I was mad and I was getting hot and I was heated, you know, you know, that wasn't me arguing. That was me fighting my own mom. And that was you fighting your own dad. We was, we was, we was going at it because I, because, because you're, you're, you're my safe space. I need to be safe here. This is my house. <laughs> This is home. This is both of our homes. So we, I have the right to say, I feel uncomfortable about this. And then you have the right to say, I feel uncomfortable about this. But then as your man, I should be able to say, okay, you feel uncomfortable about this. So I got to figure out a way to not, not necessarily not do it because that could, you know what I'm saying? If it's, if it's me on my phone at four o'clock in the morning, like what I'm going to do if I can't sleep, I, <laughs> right, right, right. It's, I think it's, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Like, this is what I hear you saying. So, this is how you create the safe space. You have a space where you are allowed to air out your grievance, grievances and explain why. So, uh, we're just going to use the phone as an example because I love tangible stuff, like tangible examples. And this is so great. Is I'm allowed to say, yo, that, you know, 4 a.m. My ex used to do that, and it was because he was talking to another girl, and so I just, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. And then you turn around as my man or whatever and say, "Totally understand, but this is why I'm using my phone because I can't sleep at night." Or blah blah blah. And when you knocked out and snoring, you keep me up, so I want to. And I feel like if you are with two grown people who are emotionally emotionally intelligent enough, especially when you're in therapy she will then be able to say, oh, okay, I just need to know, you know, because the story I was telling myself is you was cheating on me. Um, and then you as the man can say, this is why. And then y'all come to that agreement. Like when Brian is on his phone, it's not because he's cheating. Right. Am I hearing you correct? Yes. And then even the man, the man, I feel the man should be obligated or should, should feel obligated to like make his woman feel safe at all angles. So like, you know, if I'm on my phone at four o'clock in the morning, and then we have a conversation about phones at four o'clock in the morning and we both find the understanding like, okay, your ex was doing crazy stuff at four o'clock in the morning. He was obviously going out of here. I am not that way. And I'm explaining that. Maybe the next time I'm up at four o'clock in the morning, I'm on Twitter or Instagram, TikTok, and then I'll send you the things that I see that I think are funny four o'clock in the morning. Just as, just as, just as because I'm the man in this relationship and I'm, and I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. I and love so, that. Oh, let me give you flowers real quick. You know what I'm saying? Let me let you feel comfortable. Let me show you, yo, this is what I be doing. Look at Steph Curry. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I feel right, so right. I love that. Or even if it's like, okay, you know, I'll try not to do that for the next month and see how you feel or whatever. I think that is beautiful. And I really mm -hmm. wish, again, if... Not that I'm living with Desandra and Brian, but just from right. what I see and, you know, the more work you do, the more vibes you can read and feel. I feel like if my listener 
saw you guys and knew you guys and you guys had your own reality show, they would be asking right. Sandra, what does she pray to get you? You right. know, because everybody wanna know what Sierra prayed, right? So right. they'd be like, what did Sandra to get to get prayed? <laughs> you guys are are just wonderful. I hope you pray for a dude with a beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like all of beard. us are, right? <laughs> right. right, so, okay, I so. I think I, I know that she told me a story about before she, before we met, that she cried in her car and she prayed to God for, I mean, essentially me. And I think that's mad cool. Like that's yeah. super dope. Like I wish yeah. I had had, I wish I had been that tapped into my spirituality at the time to, to manifest her. But I, I think I, I think I would have manifested her way quicker and I may, and I may not have been ready. You probably her. wouldn't have been ready, <laughs> but I will say this good on you for your eyes were open enough yeah. to see her when you saw yeah. her. Yeah. Because a lot of men, I mean, DeSandra even told me this. She was like, girl, nobody in this community can even see you, Rika. They are seeing past you. And so, and I love that she said that because that, that obviously that is the messages that I'm getting from these dudes around here. But anyway, let's move on. Okay. Okay. So now let's get to, because I feel like you answered the question, the safe space, even the approaching difficult conversations. Um, I just feel like you just, you like, how do you, if you are, if, if she does hurt your feelings, which I don't know if it happens right. often now, cause you guys are, right. <laughs> how would you advise a man, uh, especially in a new relationship to approach yeah. that to his woman? Yeah. Well, I had to do a lot of work, like a lot. Like I didn't realize how deep it really went. And, um, I, uh, I have a lot of childhood trauma and I have a lot of, um, narcissism in my family uh i'm sorry my daughter is doing the most and i have her on a monitor hey baby lay down oh my lord she's doing a lot (laughs) you gotta go i totally understand no 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 no. she's supposed to be taking a nap (laughs) she's not (laughs) but um but yeah i i had to uh i had to i had to figure out um how to deal with my trauma and my triggers. And, uh, that was hard. That was, I feel like my healing journey is difficult because <laughs> you really gotta like, you gotta dig deep, but, um, uh, we dive in head, head first into all, uh, hard conversations. And it'd be hard for me. It, it, it still is hard for me because I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. I don't want to hurt my wife with, you know, my, with my with my trauma i don't want to be like yo you know I, that you know that that hurt me but but it's all about the approach you know like you can't you know you can't just go in guns blazing this is this is a safe space so like yeah if i get my feelings hurt you you got to have the mind that she did probably didn't mean that you know what i mean like that's that's you know she got her own stuff she got she's her own person she's not in here i think that's what a lot of men are not seeing she's not in here with you she don't see your thoughts and so you know and she doesn't see your she don't she may not even see your actions you know what i'm saying just because you do it this way don't mean that she's going to get up and do it the, the exact same way and so um a lot of times we just sit down like okay this is hard for me because you know about my past <laughs> you know who i grew up with <laughs> and so this is hard so that, so the fact that i'm saying this is like this is part of my growth this is a good thing so my feelings was hurt when you did this. I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And yeah. then we and then we dive in. She, and then, you know, she she allows the she has made a safe space for me in a way that, you know, she can I can I can say that. I can be like, yo, you hurt my feelings when you said blank. And she'll be like, yo, my bad. What? Off the bat. I didn't even realize I did that. Like, yo, you know me. I'm just going on. I got this to do and that to do. I didn't even realize, but yo, I'll, I'll be conscious. And I love, I love the word. I love hearing those words. Like I'll be conscious about that. I'll be cognizant of that because that's not a thing. I don't want to, I don't want to be hurting your feelings. I don't want to be hurting you. And for me, she's a, she's a person who like, she'll put it all on the table, like from jump. So like, she's like, she, she says, I love confrontation. Um, but she doesn't mean it in a way like she likes to fight. She don't like to tussle. Like she's not like that. But like she's a, she's the type of person she loves debates. So she'll come to you with the with the with the problem straight up. Um, and I love that about her because there's not people. I'm from New York though. 
I love like I love and they in your face guns blazing. Yeah, like if they don't like you, they'll be like, I don't like you too much, you know. So 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 she'll be like, you know, oh that thing that you did at the park, I wasn't down with that. That's a made up situation, but like you know, (laughs) like whatever, I didn't like that, and and so or like that's something that triggered me, you know. And I'm just I'm not I'm not. Uh, you know, is that something that we, that we do, or like, is that? Let me gain Are some. Of that? That? Yeah, I love that. Right. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, you know, it's something that we just today, as in a, as a married couple, it's head straight on. It's like, yo, uh, are you triggered? Because let's figure out how to fix, like, how to how we can best work around this type of situation because it's a marriage. We're not about to be sitting here mad at each other. <laughs> right. And so, uh, you could correct me if I'm wrong. So this is what I'm hearing, and I think this is beautiful is because we want to, it's a safe space for both of you in the relationship. And and this is definitely, I'm writing this down as like how I want to proceed. I'm not coming in guns and blazing like Negro, you, it's just about, listen, okay. So this hurt my feelings and I just want to say blah, blah, blah. And then you, because when you have a softer landing and I know that you guys also use the, this is the story I'm telling myself sentence a lot as well from Brene Brown. So shout out to Brene Brown. Um, and so I love that. So I'm hearing you correctly in that space, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then, I mean, like, Oh, oh my bad. No, that was me. That was <laughs> me. Go ahead. In the moment, like you, like you have a moment, you know what I mean? Sometimes like I feel triggered about something and I'll be like, well, uh, well, uh, I don't like, well, why are you saying that? You know? And like, you end up with the head and everything. Like, yeah. Right. Right. You kind of end up having like a tiff, but like, um, it's really just about like, even in the moment, even in the moment where, where it's, it's kind of like, oh, we getting heated, like to, to acknowledge like, oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We, we seen a, uh, we see, or Sandra watches TikTok and I listen to TikTok. So I'm not, <laughs> I have a TikTok, but I don't really be on it like that. She'd be sending me stuff. I don't even be looking. Like I'm I'm really bad on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. I'm slightly on Facebook. I'm mostly on Twitter, right? And so, so you know, I, I listen to her TikToks and, and she's scrolling and, and a lot of the stuff be like, yo, this is really dope. And she, she, the man was talking about him and his wife and they were, she was saying something about, uh, he was saying something about uh, in an in a, in a, a unrelated situation, the wife said to him, you can just stop. Like, you don't have to continue. Like, whatever it was. It was, like, unrelated. It was, like, driving too fast or something like that. You could just stop. And then in, a, in another situation where he was kind of having a tiff with his wife and they were going back and forth, he heard her voice. And you, you could just stop. And he was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to go for the jugular. I'm going to say something mean. And I could just stop. Like, I, you could just take a back seat. I thought that was amazing because yes, why do we want to be in a relationship where we're going toe to toe? Like, that's not a vibe. Like, this listen, is not a match. Listen, and that, and that leads us into Ray and Zay yeah. from The Ultimatum because yeah. I remember tweeting while I was watching it. Yo, if this is relationships... I will never do another relationship. And not that you guys are perfect. Like you said, sometimes you'll have your moments, but you're able to cut it off. So that heightened argument situation that I feel like all of them were in, that's not y'all, right? Nah, not at all. I mean, oof. Zay has some work to do. Tell me about it. Go ahead. How did you feel about that relationship? Let's talk about Zay. Zay himself has... Admittedly, I don't know. Oh, I don't know if he's admitted it, but he he showed with his actions and and his words. He did say that he has abandonment issues. His mom wasn't around, or something like that. Like, or his family as a whole. They asked him about his family. He immediately got like emotional, and I thought that was dope. And I thought that was very mature because he was able to say, "Yeah, I don't really have my family like that." And um, and then, but I don't think he realized, at least in this show, or this however many weeks that it manifests in every relationship, even in the fake one that he had, like she was leaving and he got so mad and he was like, he can't, he, he can't hear the words you're wrong. That's not okay. Like, <laughs> like uh, in some communities, some, you know, places in the black community, we, 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 we get there. Like, we don't want to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I wasn't the one that messed up this situation. It was you. It was him. 
you know, and so we don't want to, we end up not taking accountability. Or, right, I was going to say, and we end up not taking accountability. I felt, well, I guess men and women, but using Zayn as, as an example, yeah. he reminded me of my ex so much because they used that excuse of, well, my dad wasn't there, or my mama wasn't there. or where. Right. But like I said, now these babies, they were babies to me. I couldn't imagine at 22 yeah. wanting to be married and having kids so bad. Like, I was mind blown. But anyway, they're babies. Oh but I'm 38, so a 38-year-old man doesn't get to use that excuse anymore. Right. But you are so right. We have an issue with somebody telling us that we are wrong keep yeah, going yeah and so that was like the core for him like it was like he would just start cussing you out like just because you first of all just because you had a point and second of all because you he was hearing the words you're wrong or you're not allowed to do that or like somebody setting a boundary like wait a minute like that's not a good thing for you to be so but there were times in my 20s where I would get there, I, I, not to his extent, but I would I wouldn't be able to hear the words. And that's a narcissistic trait. And so once you once you're able to identify like, yo, am I a narcissist? Like that was definitely a trait. That's some traits. I have some traits. Then you can remove them from your life. <laughs> you can get them out of here and not, not do them joints no more. But uh, yeah, Zay's got some issues. So with Ray, how do you feel? Because I think so people don't know this but me day and brian are in a text group and we'd be watching shows together yeah. and i remember i said why does she keep saying well i sex him good i sex sex everything was about i, I sex i cook i clean yeah like that is the barometer of why a man should be with you right how did you feel about that aspect of ray yeah that made me sad because i i really liked ray like i want I still want the best for her. I only never met this woman in my life, <laughs> but, but I want her to be happy. And there's a, there's a, like a timidness to her that needs to like be broken. Like she also has to go to therapy because that like little like scare. And, and I, I loved in the finale that she was like, no more. I'm not that, I'm not that girl no more. I'm a new woman. That was dope. Uh, but yeah, that, that moment where she was like, you, you using those basically like bare minimum things like they're not those aren't characteristics <laughs> that make you worthy of you know like we all cook we all make love like okay yeah you you do that good that's cool but like that's not enough to love is not if love is not enough then making love not enough right and it was evident in the fact that like okay but y'all don't know how to communicate and right. so like my i even flowed a lot between like oh man zay and oh man ray and they're not good or bad people i don't know these people but i always again i love examples so for the grown folks 35 and plus because that's who i coach the example so i want to talk about a couple of things the fact that he left his feelings were hurt and he left and didn't come back for like 12 hours or however long it was. And the fact that, of course, she was upset about it. I would be upset as well. That was the moment where like, obviously safe spaces were not, you could tell they didn't feel safe with each other. Right, right. And my conclusion of Ray and Zay is they're not good or bad people, but they just weren't, this was a prime example of you two are not suitable for each other because your communication styles are so different and so off and y'all got a lot of healing to do. First of all, Ray was lying to herself. She didn't, she was suppressing the fact that she was um, either bi or I'm not sure where she landed on that one, but you know, she ended up saying that she was with a girl instead of Jake. But so because I've been there dating somebody like Zay, he was my ex. So I get it. And I understand why she could not open up with him because he always condescended her. Like even when she would try, he'd be like, OK, well, tell me why you feel that way then. And it was always this like vibrato, this anger of like, because, again, he didn't want to hear that he was wrong or there's no way I hurt your feelings because I love you and I would never. And so he didn't even want to hear it which shut her down. And I've been in that situation where like, why would I tell you? Because all you're going to do is yell at me anyway. Right. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, first of all, first of all, I don't remember why they argued to begin with, but it don't matter because my man left the house at like midnight and he didn't come home until like eight o'clock in the morning the next day. 
And that is the ultimate. And then you heard him in a confessional. And he's like, oh, I just, what do you expect me to do? What? In what like, capacity? Up. Yeah, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, and then the, I mean, a lot of men don't, don't do the thing. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of women and men don't do the thing where they go, what I like if this happened to me, what, what I like, like, I got a plan. My plan is to go outside and make her feel like, oh, he gone. Oh, he left me. I'm, oh, he left till eight o'clock in the morning. Oh, that made me feel so bad. Would I like if that happened to me? Would I like that? Because if the answer is no, Stay in the house, dog. <laughs> what is you yeah, doing, man? Yeah, and I think that I, to hurt her, mm -hmm. you did that to, yeah. for her feelings to be hurt. Like that's not why are you on the offense like that? That's terrible. And it's like grow up. So, like you said, rising to the occasion of the woman that you have, right? So, yeah, he his feelings were hurt because Ray said, "I don't really want to marry you anymore. Like this is not working." Oh, and so his feelings got so hurt and so right. whatever. So. In that moment, it's like, okay, well, then either say, okay, we're done, I'm leaving, or if you are trying to explain to her that your feelings are hurt, in that moment, you could do it or take a break. And so for women, so first of all, let me ask you this. Do you think Ray was right in breaking up with Zay? <sighs> I do, but only because, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think that she was not in a safe space there. That was not a good place for her to be. Uh, she wasn't able to be herself in this relationship. She wasn't able to be strong in any capacity. She wasn't able to see herself because she had to spend so much of her time making him feel seen. So I do think that, she, and then also I had a bias because Steph Curry lookalike, what was his name, Jake? Uh, like Steph. Steph like, Curry, he showed it. He showed it now that I oh see it. <laughs> But yeah, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted them to be together, so I was like, "Oh, please break up." But, but that was that's here nor there. Um, she was she was not safe there. But then and then we end up a lot of times in a in a situation like this, we end up doing this weird tit for tat thing instead of um, like when we get hurt, and and a lot of times, like I said. It's intent. It's unintentional. Like, oh, I hurt you. Like, you know. I mean, you know, in this, in that particular situation, Ray, she just was standing up for herself for once, and then he was hurt by that. But a lot of times, we end up saying, "Oh, that, oh, that hurt my feelings, so I'ma hurt you back." And it's like, no, no, no. This is not MMA. We're not sitting here throwing blows and punches. Like, if she hurts you, <laughs> feel free to be like, "Yo, that hurt." You know what I mean? Because it, it puts not only does it put the ball back in her court to say, okay, you know, I'm sorry about this. And let's and that's not that shouldn't even be the intention. The intention should be for you, the man, to say, I'm hurt by that, so that you can emote. We don't be emoting. <laughs> Yo, that hurt. Not, not, oh, 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 you gonna hurt my feelings? Let me. Find a girl on Instagram. Like, right, let me beat my chest because I'm the man. You can't hurt my feelings. How dare you? Yeah. Make you jealous. Like, no, bro. Chill. And that's why I'm a strong advocate for people in their 20s not getting married. I know. I know. Listen, I think Desandra and I had this conversation too. Like, um, listen. Um, but I think this is just a great example for the women in their 30s. Have a man that would make a grown up this like a better i just want a man who would make a better decision in that moment i get yeah. it it does hurt when somebody's like i don't want to be with you no more i'm not saying he was just supposed to be like okay like anyway i want to go get some ice cream no it sucks like it absolutely sucks yeah. but i just want a man at this big age to have made a better decision so now let's talk about Kendall and Erica. So this show is temptation island and i know you got a lot to say about Kendall so i want you <laughs> to emote about Kendall. Man, my man Kendall, man, he's not my man. I I uh I uh I think that he came I think that Kendall came with like he just thought that they was going to leave together, they was going to be hand in hand, but he thought that they was going to leave together and also that he could do whatever he wanted to do. Now, granted, they did have a no rules stipulation 
they, you know, they sat at the table in the beginning of the season and they was like, uh, uh, Mark L. Wahlberg, whatever his name is. I said, whatever his name, I said his name exactly what it is. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> he said, what are, what are the rules here? And, you know, went around the table and Erica said no rules. Erica said no rules. Now that's cool, right? But I don't think that Kendall realized the trap that he put himself in because I mean, me, I consider myself an OG to all my young dudes. So I got a lot of young friends and they hit me up. They call me Black Yoda. That's all fun and games. But like at the end of the day, bro, if your woman put you in a situation or you put you put yourself in a situation and your woman said there ain't no rules, y'all agreed together, no rules. Why, why would you then go to the first and then, and then with the, the 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 thing that made it weird is that like okay, it's Temptation Island. If y'all are saying no rules, maybe that means that you that if y'all play truth or dare and and y'all say uh, and y'all oh I dare you to kiss that girl. That's that sounds like a no rules type of situation. You really gotta split the hairs and dissect what no rules really means because no rules does not mean get into another relationship. You cretin. <laughs> like I was. So- <laughs> Oh my God, I'm still mad at this man. Not only did he, I don't want to spoil it for nobody who hasn't seen this. No, before. I don't get, listen, spoiler alert. If you ain't watched right. it, go watch it. We turn it off it. now. We, we, exactly. we have had enough conversation for you yep. to turn it off at this point. Exactly. <laughs> if you exactly. haven't seen season three. But not only did he sleep with someone else immediately, hold girl's hand in front of his girlfriend. Like, at what point, what's the, what was you doing? You just was... It's not no rules at this point. At this point, you're saying, I don't care about this relationship at all. I don't care about this relationship. I'm not do. I don't, I am not in love with you no more is, the, is what I was reading. I don't want to be here no more. I'm coming to temptation. I'm doing whatever I want and it's done. We're not to, we not leaving here. Right. And so he did that. He'd slept with another girl. Uh, he slept with another girl with the other girl. And then, and then she said, I'm done. She said, I'm, I'm out. That's it. I'm, I'm, and then imagine the hurt. Like y'all come into this temptation island. Y'all know that on a weekly basis, you're going to see something. They're going to show you something that the other person is doing. And she's seeing you make love to other people. That's crazy. And then you didn't. And then again, he didn't sit and say, would I like if that happened to me? Would I be cool? <laughs> watching my girl sleep with another man. No, you would not. What is wrong with people? Yeah. So what I hear you saying is there are men out here who would make better choices. Oh, for sure. Like what? Yeah. Even if she said, even if she said, babe, no rules. Okay. No rules. A man who really wants to work on his relationship, really at the bottom of his heart, wants to be married to this girl, have fam, kids. I'm, I liked, uh, I forgot the, the tall dude. I was Jason Momoa, dude. Momoa. I was just thinking of him because that's what he did. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what he Jason did. Mimosa. He was sitting there and he said, and he said, and it, and it made so much sense to me, but he, I don't think he said it for that, but like the way that I operate, it made, it was like, yo, go boy. Because he was like, I want to have kids with her. And so in the back of his, in, in his subconscious, when his kids grow up and say, oh, my mom and dad was on Temptation Island. Let me watch that. He not gonna yeah. see. They not gonna yeah. see his dad going crazy. <laughs> they not gonna see their dad doing nope. nasty stuff with strangers. Yeah. The, again, it goes back to me saying I just want a man that would make better decisions in that mm-hmm. moment, right? So it's like that's what Jason Momoa, whatever I forgot his name too. Um, I just always oh, be focused on the black people. Like, what I like <laughs> Let me see. So I'd be forgetting everybody else's name. My bad. Um, but it, 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 exactly. And he did. I felt like the Jason Momoa dude did it exactly how if I were in that situation, not that I would ever put myself in that situation, how I would want. But this is the trap that women like Erica put ourselves in. And she learned from it. And I'm glad that she left is he knew that he could get away with it. Because she let him before. And the longer you stay and put up with the BS, the more he's like, she ain't going to leave. All I got to do is a pop. He kept saying, let me just talk to her. Once we get to the bonfire, I'll talk to her. She ain't going nowhere. Blah, blah, blah. He was 
flabbergasted that she didn't send him a video. He was, yeah. and then at the end was after she even said, I'm done. The way he pulled her in was like, are you sure? Are, are you like, he was flabbergasted. The audacity. And the thing that made me mad, the thing that, uh, ooh. I got a lot about Kendall. I was calling him Ken Dog because I thought I was gonna like him. I thought, right. you know, I thought you know, I and gave him we ended video. up not right. He ended up being terrible. The thing that made me mad was the video that he sent. He kept saying, "Oh, I hope that you're doing the work. I hope that you're working on yourself. I hope that you be, are becoming the, the woman that you that you need to be for me." What? What? Like what? Yes. What a way to tell your woman that she's unworthy. What a way to tell her that she doesn't, she like anything that she's doing at this moment is not okay to you. What a way to just say the words and then also do the actions of a cheater, uh, uh, somebody that's not going to be there for her in any capacity. Like, yes. And then to be confused in the end when she said, yeah, we out of here. Like we not together. It's oh, mind-boggling. Like, what? Mind-blown. Like, I again, I just want you to hear what Brian is saying. Like, this dude, I want you to go watch Temptation Island. Listen, we're not telling you about the other people. I'm glad that Erica left. You know I love examples, and I want you to watch the growth in Erica. And she yeah. did do the work, and I found it interesting. I did. When he kept saying, yeah, I hope she over there doing the work, you know what I'm saying, so she could be who she need to be for me. He never said anything about what he needs to work on. Right. And I'm glad that, obviously, they get to watch it like we do, because yeah. not only did she know in the moment from the bonfires, like, okay, I can't be with this dude, but then yeah. she got to watch it. And you got to see right. him be exactly who he was to you, to these girls that he was with because he yeah. did the same thing to the right. other girl the first girl he was with and then he brought in a third girl and then he was like well maybe i want to be with the third girl i don't want to be with that i don't know like he is who sure. he is and the, sure. and the that he exuded i want women to watch it and write that down and be like yeah. okay if a man does this don't want to be with him man does this don't want to be with him yeah so. all right I think that's it for this one, Brian. And let, is there anything I, I always like to ask? Right. Oh, shoot. Before, oh, before we get honestly, out. I feel like the next one should be the three of us. It should be me, you, and they sponsor. Yeah. We got to tackle all all facets of love and and relationships and singleness and and loving yourself. All of that. All yes. of it. I love it. Yeah, because I, you know, I've had Desandra on. And right. so having both of you is dope. And I did not even fun. realize that people, because I don't be watching my Facebook, all of the comments that we have gotten. Oh, snap. <laughs> That's the one place I didn't go. Right. Wasn't even paying attention. So shout out to everybody who's watching on Facebook. Um, I'll, I'll have to go back and respond and what have you. But I appreciate you, Brian. Yeah. Um, like I told you, I'm not probably said this in the beginning. Um, I love to showcase the men that I admire right? right quote unquote the good man yeah. because there is a hopelessness there is a bitterness within the sector of women that i feel i am called to help because right. we don't see enough of you guys we don't see yeah. it um and i'm just saying we as the collector because i did a shout out to my dad shout out to my uncles like i i did <laughs> but right. i know that it but that's it and i remember telling my dad probably about five years ago like dad they just don't make them like you no more yeah. And I was in that hopeless moment. But now I have faith. I have the audacity to believe that I can get what I want. Word. But I love showcasing men like you. So yeah. keep doing the work. You're dope. Your son's going to be dope because yeah. of the man that he gets to look up to. And Word. I hope that you as the OG and the mentor of the younger men, the 20-year-olds, yeah. who I call younger men because I'm a whole 38, <laughs> right. I hope that they are learning from you. On yeah, how to yeah, be, yeah, you know what I mean. And and let me just say this: it is okay to not want to be married or be in a serious relationship right now, but be honest with where you are at. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm. Saying. That is a fact. So with yeah. that, yeah, yep. Love you, other... Okay, all right. I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. I was gonna say. I was gonna say that uh, your platform is amazing and necessary, and not to say that you know. I mean, I don't know if you got any competition, but I don't think that there i mean i mean i there's probably other people out there that's <laughs> you know like you but like uh, you're setting the tone you're setting the tone for these people for these for these women out here and you are leading by example in a very fire and dope way 
And uh, I don't think any, I don't know if anybody's ever told you, but you are uh, worthy and amazing. And uh, when we find him, because we, right, us, the collective, okay, so already, I see, look, all y'all already all know this. We're going through everybody. He got a lot of conversations <laughs> to have. He got to have conversations yeah. with you. He got to have conversations yep. with me, Joel, Desandro. Yep. It's going to be, Facts. it's going to be Facts. a thing. It's going to be a thing. Yep. Yep. My cousin DJ, <laughs> like, we, I'm not doing that again. We ain't no secrets. I'll be sending Desandro my text. I'm sure you've seen him. Like, look yeah. what I, look what this boy just sent me. And I just sent him, was I okay? And Desandra got my back and she's like, girl, yeah. you're on the right track. And yeah. they just, I got to move. The man I want is not here. Um, yeah. So I can't wait till I move. But thank you for that. I receive it um, okay. and I appreciate it. So, yeah. It's yeah. Lit. All it's right. Lit. We did it. Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? (laughs) You know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. (laughs) Please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.